Welcome to Thought for the Week, a series of individual reflections broadcast over five weekdays here on Manx Radio. Well-known musician Eric Kelly moves from his keyboard to share with us a thought for the day. Love it or hate it, digital technology is here to stay, and we will all be affected by it sooner or later. In the very early days of Christianity, the faithful spread the gospel either by travelling overland on foot or going by sea, sometimes taking months to arrive at their destination. Nowadays, through digital technology, Christian broadcasters can, through radio, TV and the internet, get their message across the world in a matter of seconds. Jesus said to his disciples, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to everyone. And isn't that exactly what's happening today through digital technology? So, whether you're listening to me on Manx Radio or on the internet in the wider world, the message of Jesus is for you. So if you're that someone out there who needs Jesus, now's the time to ask him into your life. And he has promised, and I quote, that anyone who comes to me, I will in no way cast out. If you take up this offer, he'll be your saviour and friend for your whole life and into eternity. Thank you for listening. I was listening to music on the radio recently, and I thought to myself, this so-called music will never stand the test of time. It will be forgotten very soon. But the music that was written many, many years ago by people like Strauss, Bach and Beethoven, and later by Irving Berlin, Cole Porter, Rogers and Hammerstein, Glenn Miller, Mantovani and Bert Camford, etc., and not forgetting the 60s music, this has all survived through the years. And why? Because it has that something special. Even the old hymns that we sing in church, especially at Easter, Harvest Time and Christmas were written a very long time ago, and they have stood the test of time, I believe because they are based on Bible truths. Now there's a book that really has stood the test of time. It goes right back to creation, through the Old Testament, through the ministry of Jesus and his death and his resurrection, to the apostles who proclaimed his message of salvation after his ascension, and it's come to us today, and those of us who confess the name of Jesus use it as our handbook to proclaim his message of salvation to everyone who will listen. After we're gone, the Bible will still be here to be used by those who follow after us, and it will be still here after them also. And why? Because the Bible tells me that the word of our God stands forever. Now that really is something special. Thank you for listening. I was reading a gardening book, and it gave advice about growing plants. It said this, To get plants to grow well, it is important to get the essentials right. Light, water, air, and nutrients. Too little of one, even with surplus of others, will lead to limited growth of the plant. One can give plants water, air, and nutrients, but without light of the sun, many plants will have limited growth. Likewise, we humans can have water, air and nutrition in our food, but a lack of sunshine deprives us of the vitamins we need for good health. We need the light of the sun too. That's in our earthly lives, but what about our spiritual lives? We need the light of the sun, S-O-N, of God, because without it our spiritual lives are sadly depleted. 
Let me quote you what Jesus said. I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. He also addresses you and me in his Sermon on the Mount, when he said, You are the light of the world. Don't cover it up, but let it shine out so that people will see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. In other words, you and I are asked to live in the reflected light of his glory to shine out in this dark world, and so that the beauty of Jesus can be seen in us. Without that light, we can achieve nothing. The words of the popular hymn says this, Walk, walk in the light. Walk in the light of the Lord. Thank you for listening. If I were to ask you, what is the distance from east to west? You would probably say something like, I don't know, but it must be an awfully long way. In biblical days, nobody knew that the earth was round. That was only discovered a hundred years later. Dr. David Jeremiah said this, Based on the earth being round, if you begin walking east, you'll never hit west. If you begin walking west, you'll never hit east. So the distance between east and west is not only a long way, it's infinite. We can't calculate it. When David wrote this psalm, he said, As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. David wasn't wrong there. Based on Christ's sacrifice on the cross, God just doesn't remove our sins over the horizon. He removes them an infinite distance from us, so far that he remembers our sins no more. So you might ask, what have I got to do to receive God's forgiveness? The Bible has the answer to that. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we acknowledge our sins to God, he forgives. No ifs and no buts. We don't need to wonder whether he forgives us. Come to God through Jesus Christ and it's done. Period. So how about you? If you haven't done it, don't delay. Do it today. Thank you for listening. Now here's a question for you. What are you good at? You may answer and say, I'm not anyone special. I'm not well known, for example, as a movie star, entertainer, sports person, etc. Now that may well be true, but there is no necessity to be one of these. And I'll bet that if you were to think about it, you'll find that although you may never be famous, there will be something at which you are particularly good. I believe that God gives us all talents that we can use along life's journey. The Bible refers to these as spiritual gifts. We're told that there are different gifts, but the same spirit, different kinds of service, but the same Lord who gives us all these gifts to be used for the good of all. You may be a good cook, a good musician, good with your hands, or just be a good listener or a good friend or neighbor. I could go on. But all these things, earth shattering they may not be, are in fact gifts from God. And if used in the right way, they can help to make someone else's life a whole lot better. And indeed, if we let him, God can use all of our gifts. Who would have thought that an inconspicuous nun without a penny to her name, and seeing the plight of the hungry in India, deciding to do something about it, would start one of the largest organizations of its kind in the world, and win the Nobel Prize? Her name? 
Mother Teresa of Calcutta. She used the gifts that God gave her, but she used the greatest gift of all, the gift of love. Thank you for listening. Thank you.